Lifestyle Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Frank Ray, with my co-host, Sam Mateer. What's going on, Sam? How you doing, buddy? Doing great today. It's a beautiful day. Great, man. Great. Like I said earlier, you're the rustic realtor today, man. You're out there. I am. It is a little chilly. So you got to have it's the It's chilly spot. and you're, you're taking listings out in the country and where there's yeah. horses and all that kind of stuff. That's kind of fun, isn't it? It's really fun. It's fun to go tromp around in the weeds once in a while. It is. It is. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. So, hey, anyway, um, we're, you know, now we're in the month of February 2024. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just a good idea just to get an update from you on what you're seeing out there with respect to buyers, offers, that kind of thing. How's it going? What's happening? What's new? So things are starting to heat up. Um, mm -hmm. Everyone kind of knows that interest rates, well, most people know that interest rates are starting to drop a little bit. They kind of mm -hmm. peaked back in October and now they're starting to go down. We mm -hmm. had a little up blip this week, but consistently you're going to keep going down and there's a lot of positivity in the market itself. So there's mm -hmm. sellers that are starting to get ready to sell. I know I have three listings going live in March, mm -hmm. uh, March, first week of March. I know a lot of other agents, it kind of seems like March is going to be the, the month that things start going crazy. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of buyers in the market right now. Mm -hmm. I've had a couple different properties where buyers are competing with 15, 20 plus offers. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. The price okay. points are, are kind of specific with those. You see those, that amount of offers usually between the 399 to 500 mark. Okay. So when yeah, you get that... up into the six, 700s, you know, you're only two, three offers still, but mm -hmm. that's going to change as interest rates keep going down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So in that, that, that price range is more of your closer to your, probably your first timer kind of zone there. And so pretty competitive there right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think what happened is last year, those people couldn't get into a house in this area because there's not houses cheaper than that. You right. weren't buying a $325,000 house in the greater Sacramento region in the middle of last year. Yeah. You couldn't afford it. Right. Um, and the people that could are people that are now can afford five fifty six hundred, mm. And the people that couldn't afford anything can now afford three ninety nine to 400 And they're all jumping back in because mm. they want to get in before it gets really crazy. Mm. And instead of paying, you know, four fifty for a three ninety nine house, they're going to be paying five fifty. And for those right. uh, 500, you know, it's going to, it's just going to, I'm kind of worried it's going to go like it did back in COVID. Well, honestly. we've been warning everybody about this. We've been yeah. saying, they were saying, come on, man, get it going, get it, do your best to stretch and do whatever you can to get in, you know, because you don't want to have this overtake you, you know, come spring or summer of 2024. So, yeah. Right. And you're already starting to see that in that, in that lower price range, you're already starting to see the multiple offers. So there you go. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. I mean, as an agent, it's like, hey, there's going to be a bunch of business. Uh, but yeah. also as an agent, it's like, hey, we have to be able to write really, really competitive offers and make sure that people understand what they're getting themselves into. Got it. Uh, and and how that affects people. And we have to have that conversation. You know, what does it look like buying a house now for asking price at six and a half percent versus waiting till it goes down to five and a half percent, but paying sixty thousand more? Right. Most people don't realize the difference. It's right. A huge, huge difference. It is. Yeah. And I always tell people too, and it's not just the 60,000, it's also the increase in your property taxes as well. So it's bumping your payment in a couple of different ways, right? The yeah. increased price and the property taxes. So yeah, an extra $5,000 anyway. a year in property taxes. Yeah. Plus you're not getting to write off the interest rates. Right. So, you know, I think this is probably a good, good segue into, you know, for trying to get people motivated. I know a lot of people have probably heard of, you know, the California Dream for All program. In fact, many people yeah. might have missed it the last time around and they've been waiting to get it this time around, that sort of thing. But there's new guidelines that have come out with this program, which I think are good uh, in, a, in a sense because it, you know, the last time it just, it really wasn't very accessible. Like, Come on, it was gone in like seven days or yes, something ridiculous it was, like that. It wasn't accessible because it was so accessible. Exactly. Precisely. Exactly. Yeah. Good luck getting in, you know, and it was just tough. So they've really changed some things. I think the most notable thing 
that they that they've changed regarding this program. Just a real brief synopsis. If you're not familiar with it, it's basically the state of California is going to give you 20 percent uh, that you can use as a down payment or, or closing cost, which is a big number because it's going to be able to knock out private mortgage insurance, which will lower your payment even more. So it's it's a really cool idea. It's a shared equity loan is what it is. So yeah. when you sell the home, there's going to be a certain amount of you know after they get their money their loan paid back. The, whatever's left over, they get 20% of that, maybe less than that, depending on how your income shake, income qualifications shake out. But that's basically, in a nutshell, what goes on there. Uh, but what they did this time, Sam, is they – last time they had the first-time homebuyer requirement, of course, and which they still mm-hmm. have. They still have that. But now they've got the old uh, – you know, the it, not only do you have to be a first-time homebuyer, but at least one of the borrowers – has to be a uh, first generation home buyer, right? So yeah, and so let me—I have the guideline here. What that means? You want me to let people know what what this I think means? It's important. Yeah. Okay. Understand it. So so here's the deal. I mean, if you're just an individual that's applying for this pro- program, I think you have to meet both requirements: first time and first generation. But if you're um, if you're a married couple, um, then one of you. You both still both have to be first timers, which is you ca- cannot have owned a home in the past three years. But one of you has to be a first generational, first generation home buyer. So a first generation home buyer for this product is defined as a, a home buyer who has not been on title, held an ownership interest, or have been named on a mortgage to a home uh, in the past in the United States in the past seven years. Okay, so there's that. And then so maybe you could get past that hurdle, right? And, mm-hmm. and not just, but and to the best of the home buyer's knowledge, whose parents, biological or adoptive, do not have any present ownership interest in a home in the United States, or if they're deceased, whose parents did not have any ownership interest at the time of death in a home in the United States, right? Or if you happen to have been in the um, foster care system at, mm-hmm. at, at any time. So that's the definition of first generation home buyer. Clearly that's going to narrow the, that filters things down quite a bit, especially in California. Yep. Don't you think? It's a, I know it was done intentionally to um, choose the type of people that they want to be working with. Uh, a little bit more the intention i mean dreams for all even the name is like hey you've never owned a home and your family's never owned a home here's your dream come true we're going to mm-hmm. put down 20 percent for you and as long as you can afford to pay, make the payments you're good to go mm-hmm. uh, it narrows down the buyer pool a lot it's going to make it a lot more difficult for people to qualify mm-hmm. uh, for it it's still an amazing program if you can qualify for it but right. there's one more exception you want to mm-hmm. share what that is you you share with me uh, so it also is a lottery system right so once you meet all those qualifications then you're going to go through with your lender and your agent, and there's a class that you have to take to qualify for it. Right. Um, and there's there's all those requirements. The agent's going to make sure you qualify, and then you're going to submit to it's CalHafa, right? Correct. Great. So you're going to submit to CalHafa, and whoever's running the Dreams for All program, it goes into a lottery system, and then you have to hope that you're one of the lucky people that actually gets chosen Correct. once you've gone through all the legwork of getting qualified. Right. I think I saw some numbers. And I could be wrong. So if you're listening and you know I'm wrong, just tell me I'm wrong. I'm okay with being wrong. But I, I think I saw some numbers. It's it's only going to help about 1,700 to 2,000 people, roughly. Yeah. Roughly is what it's going to help. 
and I can assure you a lot more than that are going to jump in to try and get try and get in the system. But I don't know the the first generational home buyer sliver, you know, in that pie might 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 limit that, you know, or or thin that out quite a bit, maybe even more so than I'm thinking. But I think it's going to thin it out quite a bit. Um, a and lot. yeah. So the other thing too, guys, is is you have to have your paperwork. They're 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 starting to accept the applications. I believe it's April first, and they're going to do it for thirty mm-hmm. days. So you've got the month of April to get that stuff submitted to be in the lottery to to which probably will be March, right? More than likely will be March. So, yeah. so my recommendation would be if you think you're eligible and you'd like to look at it. Remember, there's income restrictions as well. So mm-hmm. if you'd like to take a look at it, gosh, just get a hold of Sam. Sam will connect it to me. Right. Yep. And um, then we'll go through that, through the numbers, through the paperwork and make sure where you stand. If it appears that you are eligible, then good. We want to be we want to have that figured out now. Right. So we can be prepared to get you submitted in April to Cal Haffa. Um, and but here's the other thing, Sam, I just I just want everybody to know that I know you do, too, that even if they don't fit the eligibility requirements for this. Right there's still just great products out there through Cal Hafa that yeah. that can get you into a home, you know, they can get yeah. you in. So I would say if you think you got a shot or you want to see if you got a shot, get a hold of Sam, right? He'll get you to me. And then from there, we'll figure out if you can get in, but if not, we'll show you what you can do. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised that there's some really good, some really good options out there. Yeah. Don't you I agree? Think so too. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Well, I think we're good for today. What do you think? Yeah, that's what we wanted to cover. Well, I I think you're good because you have to run off and take listings somewhere, right? Because that's what you do. I do. I do. Yeah. All over the place. <laughs> well, good for you. You go get them, you rustic realtor, you. You know, be careful out there on the on the horse farms or whatever they're called. I'll do my best. I'll make sure I got my cowboy boots on. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right, you guys. If you want to get a hold of Sam to see what's going on, uh, to buy, to sell, to check into Dream for All, whatever. Sam, what's the number? 530-613-1914. 613-1914. 530-613-1914, right? Mm -hmm. There you go. That's the best way to reach Sam. You can call or text, get a hold of him. He'll give you, he'll have a little chat with you, and then he'll probably point you to me if it looks like it's something we want to do. So with that, we'll let you guys go. And thanks for, for doing this again, Sam. It's always a pleasure. That it is. All right. You have a good one. The rest of you have a great one too. We'll catch up with you later here on the Buy and Sell Real Estate Podcast. Adios.